0: Come on, come all, come gather around. Come hear tales both lost and found. Finally a show not about true crime. It's David and Michael's Storytime. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Storytime. I'm David Miller. I one one second too late. Michael Santow. <laughs> a new game has started here on Storytime <laughs> of who's going to pause the longest <laughs> until somebody speaks. Santel usually speaks first. I am ver- I am quick to the trigger. I pull those triggers real fast. I'm trigger happy is what they say. Yeah. Well, it's my day today to shine. It's Greek mythology Bible time! It is. It's time for more of these old, old stories. I'm excited. I don't think of them as stories. I think of them as, like, religious texts. I, I, I feel less about Greek myths that they're, like, religious texts. Even though it's gods and stuff, I really feel like these are more, like intentionally stories than like the bible stories were sort of like how the fairy tales are like you know don't trust your stepmom this one is a little but those are very clearly like written to be narrative stories i feel like a lot of these were that way okay because a lot of these are written by these like epic poets and stuff and it's like they weren't trying to document religious history they were Mm. trying to write stories trying to prove a point also is there anything to do with like oral tradition where people like Telling the stories of Hercules, and then eventually someone wrote it down. Sure, I'm I'm sure that has an element to it. A lot of the things that we're getting these from are from, like, oh, the first mention in written-down stuff is this person, or this person, or Homer, or whoever, right? Cool. Uh, So, uh, today... Yeah! We have three... Shorter myths or three myths, three tiny uh, tails. No, they're not tiny. The, one of them is pretty tiny. The other two are, are, are a little bigger. Two tiny, one tiny tail, and two regular tails. Kind of like a, a large, medium, and small. Actually. Oh, you know, okay, so cool. So yeah, we're kind of gonna ramp down. In that, all oh, ramp down. That's yeah. yeah so we like the big That's, one and then Oh, gonna, I like that a lot. Yeah. I like that a lot, a lot. All right. um, So, but they're all gonna be connected by a common theme, and in uh, most cases, in some way, uh, a common god. Uh, animal is, is—is animal fucking in all of these? <laughs> uh. I never get to do predictions! Yeah, the, let's, well, the, I, do you want the, the, the titles? or Because the titles are just going to be people's names. Oh, um. okay, <laughs> what are the, okay. What are the names? Uh, well, the, the common theme to all of these stories is love, or, oh, or the god of love. For sure they're going to be fucking animals then. So we have Cupid and Psyche is going to be our first story. That's where Cupid wants to hook up with Psyche, but she's got a headache, and they, like, don't. Uh, then we will have Orpheus and Eurydice. Oh, that's where they, like, go on, like, a solid coffee date. But years later, he goes, it should have been a beer date. Okay. Uh, and then the last story is a, a short one. We will have, uh, Pygmalion and Galatea. Uh, I can only think that Pygmalion is some sort of pig girl with a weird upturned nose that goes on an adventure starring Christina Ricci. To, <laughs> to me, Pygmalion sounds like a Digimon. Pygmalion! Yeah! <laughs> Those Digimon are like I like Digimon. I just don't understand anything it. fucking about them. I mean, I was a Pokemon kid and then Digimon came along. Well, Digimon, like, no, no. the digital monsters, digital monsters are the champions and they <laughs> live in a digital world I and know. sometimes that digital world interacts with our world right. and the chosen 7, they like protect the us. The kids, yeah. Yeah, but then the, later on they're adults. There was a new movie and they were all adults. <laughs> I, I, I Can you know. remember one Digimon's name? Uh, Garurumon. Yeah! <laughs> and there's Agumon. And then he turns Agumon's into, the little yellow one, right? Yeah, and then yeah. he turns into Greymon, and then War Greymon, yeah. and then Metal Greymon. Okay, alright. Yeah. I like when he goes, War Garurumon! <laughs> yeah! They have good names too. What are we doing? Love stories! <laughs> doing love stories, love stories. We're bad. Okay. Um, uh, so most of these are actually going to come from um, the like Latin and Roman writers. So most of the time, we're going to be using their uh, Roman names. So it's a little bit further than it's not like it's not straight from Greece. It's reinterpreted through yes. Roman eyes. Now some of them are going to be like written later, but might. There's not really a chron- chronology as far as, like, this takes place before this story. Okay. But a lot of the time, that's not going to be the case. They all just are happening at the same time like, oh, and, this like, is different, different part of the this, world. This is the time that that god did this thing. But the gods are also timeless, so they could have happened whenever. Right. So the god of love that we're going to be dealing with here is, if we were doing Greek names, would be Eros. Okay. But we're gonna refer to him as Cupid. Cupid! Cupid! So, Shoot him with them arrows! Yeah. So here we go. Cupid uses arrows! That's all I'll remember! Okay, yes, that's true. That's so good! I'm so smart! <laughs> uh, great, so let's do Cupid and Psyche. Any predictions? Uh, yeah, she has a headache and he's oh, not that's getting right, any right now. Right. There is right. a girl named Psyche that Cupid is responsible for helping fall in love. But in retrospect, he should have probably not gotten involved. Interesting. That's my prediction. Interesting. Great. Wow. I'm okay. pretty close. Okay. Uh, so here we go. Um, once upon a time. <laughs> yeah! Yeah, they get how to do it in Roman times. Uh, that's, that, that, that's my own. Uh, once well, there then, was. Well, then it has to be different then. In a time before the time we are at now. Basically, once there was a king. Okay, cool. Okay, and the king had three daughters. Mm. The youngest of which was named Psyche. Yeah. What are Uh, the two older daughters' names? Don't know. Oh, shit. (laughs) Psyche was so beautiful that she seemed basically like a goddess on Earth. Got it. Everyone was like, that is a 10 out of 10. The quote I have from how they described it is, she excelled her sisters so greatly that beside them she seemed a goddess consorting with mere mortals. Maybe her sisters are just ugly. Like, maybe it's like a weird... It's a weird comparison to draw, of like, well, next to your sisters, you are fucking amazing. But I guess royalty means they had better diets, which means they were prettier than, like, normal but folk. But I will say I think that she's just actually really pretty. Okay. Because the next part of the story is she became so famously beautiful... Famous! Everyone around, everywhere! People literally were traveling to see her and pay homage to her. They're like, so like, do you think... To just, oh, I went, I just saw her. She was so gorgeous. I wonder I wonder if parents would like trick their kids and they're like, dad, what are we doing in the buggy? What are we doing in this cart? It's like, guess where we're going. We're gonna go see this lady. We're gonna go see Psyche. And they're yeah. like, yeah! And mom's always like, we don't have to go see the lady. We're yeah, like, well, mom, she's, yeah, she's going. Dad's paying. <laughs> but for then so we get there and like, mom would be like, damn. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was even rumored that Venus... Which is the Roman name for Aphrodite, right? yeah. the goddess of beauty. Uh, it was even rumored that Venus was not Psyche's equal. Whoa! And people stopped, like, worshipping Venus because they'd start offering prayers to Psyche. Why would I offer this, like, maybe... She's, like, second prettiest. Maybe she's real or she's not. She's old news. She's old news, but we got this new, young, hot one over right, here. Right, one dot uh, so her temples became neglected... Her altars became gold with ash. Yeah, because right? the, they weren't lighting new fires yeah. and incense. Yeah. So she turned to her son, Cupid, as usual. And she's like, go fucking murder For help. Kind of. Uh, she asked Cupid. She told her everything that's going on. Hey, there's this chick, Psyche. She's so gorgeous. Here's who she is. Here's where she is. I need you to take care of her. Here's what I want you to do. Does, does it mean, like, take care no, of her, he, like, the mob, specifically, David? Okay. She specifically gives him... She says, um, she, he, she asked him to make her, to make Psyche, fall in love with, quote, the vilest and most despicable creature. Oh. You make people fall in love, so make her fall in love I do! You pointed at me like, I'm gonna do I'm this? I'm talking to you. We're in the scene I'm now. I'm Cupid. <laughs> so I need you to go make that beautiful woman fall in love with the worst thing possible. I wonder if this is gonna be, like, a toad or some sort of, like, object or animal, or if it's, like, a man who just, like, chews with his mouth open. Here's the thing. Okay. She's like, this is Psyche. I'd go make her fall in love with a terrible thing. Cupid took one look at Psyche... And he fell in love with her. He himself. fell in love with her! He's like... He got shot by his own arrow! Yeah, it, that's literally the one it says is he may as well have, like, shot his arrow at himself the way he felt when he looked at her. He doinked himself and now he's in love but with he her! But he didn't actually, he just, like, straight up Yeah, this is real love, this not is the real. fucking fake love he uses. It's real. Just like in the movie Willow with the with the <laughs> dust broken heart which you still haven't seen! So... The weird thing about Psyche being so beautiful and being renowned throughout all the land for being so beautiful is that she wasn't actually falling in love with anyone and weirdly enough, no one was falling in love with her. They were she was held in like such high regard that people would be like, oh no, no, I couldn't I would never possibly have a chance. No way. I'll admire her from afar, but then I'll go back to that's a classic That's a classic thing that happens to very attractive people. People don't want to hit on them or go up to them because they're, like, too hot for them. Yep. Like, I'll never have a chance with them. To the point where her two sisters became married off to, like, really successful and wealthy kings. Yeah. Whereas she has no one. To be fair, I would also marry one of the other sisters because this would be a problem. People would be distracted. Like, I don't need my house being a fucking amusement attraction. Yeah. Uh, uh, and the way it says it is even her sisters who were, quote... Inexpressibly inferior. <laughs> There's no comparison. She is a ten on a scale of one to ten. They're not even on the fucking scale. Yeah. So Psyche's father went to the oracle. Who her father, who was a king, went to the oracle of Apollo, which is that oracle at Delphi, the one who's like breathing those. The papers. famous one. Yeah. Uh, For advice on how to get Psyche a good husband, and that's what it said. Quote: a good husband. Cupid had already kind of come to Apollo and let him know what's up. Hey, I really like that girl a lot. And basically asked him for a solid. Hey, do me a favor. When he comes and asks for advice, tell her, set me up. Set me up real good. Ooh, Cupid, the wingman, wants Apollo to be his wingman. Yes. Okay. (laughs) So, uh... Wingman not in a wingman to Apollo like to go to bars when he is a man with wings. I wasn't really following that, but I'm excited to listen to it again later. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Uh, is the, did you say they're gonna go to a bar with wings? No, there's never mind. Continue. Are they going to like a wing stop? There's no way. Oh, <laughs> we should get a wing stop, though. <laughs> Uh, so uh, they, so Apollo said, Psyche must. Uh, here's what she should do to get a husband. She must dress as though she's in mourning, like all black and such. Yeah. And be left alone on a rocky summit, and her destined husband, a uh, fearful winged serpent who is stronger than all the gods, would come to take her away and marry her. A winged serpent? Yes. That's awful. Yeah. Why would Yeah. Why would Dad do that? That's what that's what the gods have now said he has to do. And now when the gods tell you to do something. He, he, but he said, but he said, like, I I, I want to marry off my daughter, so yes. just don't marry her. Well, it's now the gods have told him what he has to do. So is he gonna defy the gods? I feel right that animal fucking. She was in the mind of this guy. She has to fuck this weird serpent thing. Yeah. Father's very upset. I would be too! But here's what Psyche says. You should have wept for me before because of the beauty that has drawn down upon me the jealousy of heaven. Capital H. Capital H. Now go, knowing that I am glad the end has come. Great. She's done being beautiful. She doesn't want this anymore. Death will be her sweet release from this life and she can deal with this in the underworld. They went in despairing grief, leaving the lovely helpless creature to meet her doom alone and they shut themselves in their palace to mourn all their days for her. Wow. Yeah. They fucked up big time. Yeah, that's He, sh- he could have just not said anything and like waited but he like fucking had a chance fate. So she waited in the darkness and she felt a swift wind known as a zephyr. Is that like a, it's that like like a, it's a like wind a, fart? It's like a wind creature almost. Like okay. A wind-based creature. So like a Like It's a, invisible. It is the wind. It is a living fart. Yeah, sure. Okay. It's the world's living fart. It's the world's living fart. <laughs> uh, so she felt a Zephyr come and lift her up, and it literally like carried her over a ways. What's that song with Zephyr in the lyrics? Fly away. There's a sun. I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna think of it. Okay, keep going. Great. So it lifted it and carried her away down to a grassy meadow near a river. A river. A river. It's river for her pleasure, David. <laughs> uh, maybe. Maybe. Um, and, and nearby, a fabulous mansion. Okay. She fell asleep in the grass. Woke up in the morning, and there's this like amazing y mansion right nearby where she's landed. Okay. okay. So this is like much better than she thought. So she goes in. And she found no one, but she heard voices all over, kind of whispering. And the zephyrs are talking? talking? Uh-huh. The zephyrs are farting. And, and they're basically saying, like, hey, this is your home now. We're this your, is your home now. We are your servants We're now. We're your servants. Ask of us whatever you want. Ask us whatever you want to do. Um, and yeah. then she's like, Annie, she's like, I think i have got to like it here. She has an amazing bath. Yeah, she has wonderful food laid out for her. Ooh, delicious food! Everything's mm-hmm. great. Everything's, Everything's great. wonderful. Ten she, out of ten. Now, no one was here, and no one was saying anything about it, but she couldn't help but feel that, come nighttime, her husband would show up and be there. Ooh, the winged serpent. Guy. Right, but she also had this like feeling that like it wasn't necessarily bad. Just that's when it's gonna happen is tonight. Okay. So she's lying there waiting for him Oof. and he does come in oh. and he comes in like behind her so she can't see him. Oh no, look out, behind you! And he lays down next to her and like whispers in her ear and hey, she knew are you? that he wasn't a winged monster. Because he spoke hero. to her right? and she could feel his right. like mad bits. I'm not talking about his penis! I mean like his arms and shit! He's behind her! But she's not allowed to turn and look at him and see what he looks like. Or she'll turn to a pillar of salt? She's just not allowed to. She like, knows that. Okay. She like, knows things living here. Okay, she's like, well she's next to God! She's like, like- So it continued for a while. Okay. Um, they, at night he would show up and lay with her. I just want to spoon you! Uh, it says lay with her, but that's- Oh! You think he was hidden from behind? I mean, maybe. Yeah. Maybe not, but maybe. Yeah. Let's assume that. Let's assume. Let's assume. Uh, <laughs> his name is Arrows. Okay, right. Uh, which right. is Cupid and Roman. Right. Uh, so, but she. So it was good, and she was happy, but not fully contented. Like she. she likes to kiss. She's missing something. Yeah, yeah she, she likes. To, that she likes to, to the hold hands. So one night, uh, her husband. Oh. Says to her, uh, "Your sisters are approaching to mourn you.
1: Oh, They're approaching
0: like that spot, which is kind of nearby. Um, you have to make sure that they are." They do not see you, or they'll ruin everything. Ooh. And she's like, "That makes me so sad. Like to think of them mourning me, thinking I'm dead, and I have to sit here and pretend like I am." You know. But like, she has all the zephyrs. They bring they her whatever she wants. So she begged and begged and begged. He then he was like, "Okay," and he relented. He mm-hmm. finally was like, "Okay, fine," but quote, "You are seeking your own destruction." Ooh, right? interesting. Right. So now, this is all said not face to face. Right. Are, this is he's just not like whispering on it. her, so maybe things are lost in translation. Right. So the next day, a Zephyr brings the sisters to her. Away, she like comes man. out the front door. I think like, it's a I think it's a red hot chili pepper sewing this is I Zephyr. Fly away, oh my it's but I'm not something. gonna know it. So they're lifted up and they're carried down to, like, the entrance to this big old home, and Sister walks out of the home and greets them. Guess who's not dead! And it said that they sat in nothing but tears and embraces for, like, hours. Yeah, they they're so happy! Yeah. Um, they saw all the treasures in the great mansion that she had, and were at first happy, and then envious. Ooh, they're gonna kill her. They just... Had to know who this guy was. Who is he? Who the fuck is this guy? Who is this rich guy? We married successful businessmen. You're telling me there's another successful businessman? Psyche's being real cagey about it. All she would say is that he was a young man off hunting and gave them a bunch of jewels and sent them off on their way. Right. Yeah, here's your goodie bags. Handfuls of jewels. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Thanks for coming. Tell mom and dad I love them. The sisters immediately started plotting. Like, like we gotta know who this guy is. She was real cagey about those answers, so there's gotta be something up. They kind of figured out that um, that she had never actually seen him. Like by the way that she like asked him like, "Oh, what's he look like? Like, how's he was?" She's like, "Oh, you he's know. got a very strong stomach and, <laughs> and very powerful thighs." Yeah. Um. So the sister started plotting. Uh, the husband. Warns Psyche, like, hey, like, that's it though, no more. And she's like, no, I need to see him again. It was wonderful. And he's Ugh. like, ah, oh, they fine, always want to see their fine. families. Uh, so the sisters come back, convinced that she had never actually seen them, right? And then they convinced her that it was actually the terrible serpent beast that Apollo had foretold. Well, if you've never seen him, how do you know he's not pulling a trick on you? And one of these days, he's gonna devour you. But like, isn't that fine? are we all going to die someday? We, had already, we had Technically, we'd already resigned to that. We had, She had already made her peace. with, like, I'm going to be taken by a serpent and killed. Yeah, like, okay. So, okay. Okay, it's bad. But it's she bad. But no was... she had kind of gotten over that stuff. She'd be like, oh, it's not a serpent. No, it's the Zephyrs, they, they bathed it's, me. It's wonderful here, right? Uh, so Psyche starts questioning things. There must be some reason he won't let her see him, right? And it must be that he's a monster. Oh, yeah. Like that's kind of how she starts to think of it. So she goes back and forth. What her sister's... Like kind of gave her a plan. They're like, This is what you do. Set up a mirror in your bedroom around a corner. The kind of. They're like they're like, Alright, when he's asleep, get a knife, light a lamp, go and look at what he looks like, and then drive that knife into his heart so that he um, doesn't wake up and kill you. I thought you had to look at the knife. I didn't know that this, this is a murder plot. Yeah. Let's look at this guy and kill him Just first look at him and then and then have the knife so that you can I wonder if she would get, have got, been. A, I wonder if she could have got away with this if she didn't look at him but just stabbed him. I know that's not a part of the story. Continue. So she went back and forth about it. She's like, I oh, don't know. Should I do it? Should I not? Should I do it? Should I not? And at the very least, she decides I'm going to... But her I'm gonna... nagging sisters put a little seed in her uh-huh, head. And... and at the very least, she decides, I'm going to fucking see what he looks like. Mm. Right? So that night as he slept, she gets a lamp, gets the knife, lights it. Um, and no monster was... She turns and she looks... No monster was revealed, but the sweetest and fairest of all creatures, at whose sight the very lamp seemed brighter. Ooh. How great is that? That's that's (laughs) so nice. So she fell to her knees trembling, dropped the knife, and spilled hot oil from the lamp on his shoulder. Oh, no! It burned him. He woke up. And, woke, ah, ah, ah! and immediately fled out the room. I'm going to let you know that if someone poured hot oil on me while I was sleeping, that's probably the worst fucking way to be yeah out of a sleep. So so he like just starts and flies like out the window. So blind. she runs after him. She runs outside and she, she obviously he gets away. And the only thing she hears is he says, love cannot live where there is no trust. And at wow, that moment, oh, she knew she fucked up. She knew who he was. Uh, love cannot live. He is love, oh. right? So she's like, oh, "Oh fuck! It was the god of love." I thought it was just like a fun seg but I guess you're you're talking about actual the god of love. Yeah. So Psyche went. She's like, "All right, well that's it then." Like, she kills herself. No, actually. Oh. Uh, she decides. Well, if he's gonna leave me and be done with me, at the very least, what I will do is search all over the world for him to prove to him at least my devotion. So she goes to Russia, she goes to China, she goes to cruise in USA, she goes to England, but you can't find him anywhere. Meanwhile, Meanwhile, Venus, Cupid's mom, kay. who hates Psyche, found out about all of this, found out that she hurt Cupid and sets out to fuck with her. Yeah! Right? I can't believe it's fucked with her in ancient Roman. So, yeah. <laughs> so knowing that uh, Venus is kind of after her or got it out for her, Psyche tries to gain favor with the other gods as she's like wandering around. She's like lighting offerings. Here's a steak for Zeus! And prayers uh, and For stuff. Saturn! But no one would answer because no one wants to get on Venus's bad side. Right! Yeah. Plus she's so hot, they don't want to talk to her because they'll just fall in love with her face. So then Psy- Psyche says, fuck it. I'm going to go straight to the source. I'm going to go to Venus and offer myself to her as a servant. Ooh. And who knows, maybe in her house, that's we where Cupid is. He's good. Get that's together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be a good old time. So Venus goes, hmm, interesting. All right, and offers to like train her quote unquote i'll let you be here but first you have to do an apprenticeship because well, what she says is you will never find another love without hard work and suffering great so she's got to be like a cinderella so girl so i've got to train you in how to prepare for that and she's like let's get down to business so the first thing she does is she brings a ton she like <laughs> brings a pile a huge pile of all of the smallest seeds yeah she's got to sort the seeds like wheat seeds poppy seeds millet seeds etc uh, and said that she has to sort them all by morning. That's a huge task. It's an impossible task for yeah. a person. But you know who took pity on her? The Zephyrs! No. A Cupid! No. Her sisters? No. The winged serpent? A colony of nearby ants. Oh, cool! <laughs> <laughs> Some ants took pity on her and came to help and sorted everything themselves. And by morning they were all arranged into neat little piles. Of course they were! <laughs> the ants literally came marching one by one! And Venus shows up and is like, the fuck? uh uh-huh. yeah. I don't know, I don't think this was you, so, but I can't prove it. I don't know how you did it! So we're gonna, okay, fine, here's the next thing you got What's the next impossible task? Um, uh, by this river that we're at are these sheep with fleeces of gold. Yeah! Right? With gold, they, they, they all have, like, gold fleece. Um, And you need to go and get some. Okay. I have in my notes. This is dangerous, I guess. Okay, because yeah. Because in the story, she like gets down to the banks of the river and, and like sees these sheep. I guess maybe sheep and rams. Maybe they're murder sheep. Like, the yeah. thing like in the thicket, and she's terrified and filled with fear, and it doesn't really explain why. So I'm like, uh... Have you ever seen a ram? They fucking yeah, ram no, up a no, so, like, so like, I'm thinking like these are these are formidable beasts, not just like docile little sheep. Right? Yeah, these are like fuck you up rams. Yeah. Lack like a truck. So she despaired when she got to the river, and then she heard a very small voice. The answer back! No! The fish? No. A bird? No. The Zephyrs? The winged serpent? <laughs> no. Who is it? A small green reed. Oh, like a like, like a, a, a plant growing out of the river. <laughs> okay. Talks to her. And it's like, yo! And says, hey! Hey! Don't kill yourself. It's not that bad. Oh, okay. Right. She didn't, didn't even say that she was planning on killing herself, but the reader's like, Yo, "Yo, you look suicidal right now." Yeah, it's <laughs> fine. They're just sheep animals. If you just wait until they leave the thicket, they're gonna go in there and graze. Then they'll leave the thicket. Just go in there afterwards and collect the wool. That's Pick been the cotton off, off that fell off. Yep. 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 Uh, so then she does that, then she takes it back to Venus, and Venus is like, okay, you had to have helped. What did you this. do? Was there a talking read but down there? still, oh, you did it. Okay, fine. One more thing you have to I do. I picture, like, speed dialing the other guys, like, did you fucking help her? <laughs> like, no, it's not me. Yeah, so then there's one more thing she has to do. Uh, Venus points to this black water that's falling from a hill nearby. There's like, like the Pirates of Blackwater? Sure. Okay, There's you should like, Google that later. Literally black water that is like coming out of this like hill. That's oil. And going down. It's oil water. It is the source of the river Styx. Oh, okay. Right? And so she tells her, go up there and get a flask of that water. You can't touch that water, David. The thing is, only something with like wings could get up to that. It's right up like a sheer cliff face it's coming okay. out of. And, like, she would surely fall and die if she tried to climb up. Okay. Right? Then I have to go to my post-it to read. Okay, okay. Story. Hold on. A few moments later. All right, whatever. I'm going to read from here, then. Oh, that's because I'm looking at post-it three. This is post-it two. I had numbers on it. You need a better b- version of post-its. I know. You this need is, sticky post-its. They're, they are sticky. I just put them in as... You need the tiny sticky post That's what I need. Yeah. Oh, here it is. Okay. So the way the book puts it is... But by this time, it must be evident to all the readers of this story, as, perhaps deep in her heart, it had become evident to Psyche herself, that although each of her trials seemed impossibly hard, an excellent way out would always be provided for her. An excellent adventure awaits her! This time, her savior was an eagle, who poised on his great wings beside her, seized the flask from her with his beak, and brought it back to her full of the black water. The eagles are here, David! The eagles are here! Yeah, So when a big old eagle's like, ah! And, like, does all the work for her. Yep. So she didn't even have to get fucking touched on that cliff. Yeah. So there's something... There is something divine going on. Like, like there's there's a magic happening that we're... That the gods can't affect, but we're aware of it. If anything, I'm thinking, like, she's so incredibly beautiful that, like... Every living thing is like, yo, we gotta help We her. gotta talk to this girl. We gotta help her. I'm not scared. I wanna talk with her. She'll right? talk to me. It's like her. how everybody wants to... All the animals wanna help Cinderella, right? Right. Or Snow White, right? Right. Like, same thing. Uh, so then Venus is, like, pissed. So she's like, okay, okay, alright. Here's what I'm gonna do. She gives Psyche a box to bring to the underworld to uh, uh, Proserpine, who's Persephone. Okay. The, that's the, yeah. Uh, for, like, beauty charms. Because she tells... Psyche she's like go to uh uh Persephone essentially and tell her that I say I want some of her beauty charms cuz I'm feeling a little a little schlumpy. Yeah, you but know? she has got this super hot girl exactly, living in her exactly, house. Exactly. So as she's going, Psyche uh was curious. Ooh. and decided to open the box because she's like, well if there's after she gets the stuff from from uh Persephone, she's like, well, but I I want to be prettier for Cupid, I've, and all of these tasks I've been having to do have made me tired and run down and probably look a little bit, you I know. already know the answer. Don't open Greek boxes. There's a monster. There's a monster in there. She wants to be hot for Cupid. No! She fell into a deep sleep. Oh no, the poppies! She opened the box and a, and a deep, like, supernatural sleep came over. Okay. Okay. Like Rip Van Winkle. So, then Cupid, by now, he's been healing in Mom's house. Okay. Okay? And he just didn't notice her. He had, like, his earbuds in the whole time. Yeah, he, like, he's didn't been resting here. and healing. He's healed now, and he finds that he's longing for Psyche. Oh, I just miss cuddling. You know, I flew out. I was so mad, but, like, it's not that bad, is it? She can see me. She can, she can look at me. Yeah. What am I to look at? She's more pretty. However, however, however Venus was like, I bet he's going to come around soon, and I bet he's going to miss her. So, she locked his door. Okay. <laughs> Classic bomb move. Yeah. However, are going anywhere. He's got wings. Oh no! He flew out the window. Why wouldn't this she have thought all, about all of this? This all these happens things? in the story, so I have to present it to I, you. I appreciate that. So he flies out the window, like I gotta go find her. I don't know where she is. Where she could be anywhere in the world. He has to check his entire. She's the tire right wheel. next to his tower. Oh, does he see her? Yeah. Oh, okay, great. It literally is like, he found her right outside. Yeah, she's she's like, she could be anywhere. Oh, there she she is. She's on her way back with the box, right? Yeah. It's when she's almost home, she opens it and falls asleep. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) She's (laughs) she's like asleep at the fucking crossroads. So then he goes down to her, and he wakes her up with just a tiny little arrow prick. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he he takes the sleep from her eyes and puts it back in the box. (laughs) Magic. So yeah, he understands how moms fucking. And then he and then he wakes her up with the thing. Okay. And then he takes her to Zeus. The story says Jupiter, but I'm gonna call Jupiter. him Jupiter. I'm mixing the names here, so if I I'm, like Jupiter. If any, like, purists get mad at me about mixing what names or what. I don't care. Oh, you're gonna get a dead chicken on your doorstep. Go ahead and at me. <laughs> <laughs> so he takes. Uh, he, he goes to Zeus. Okay. And then I go to Post-it Three. Post-it Three. Which we've. I now know is going to be right here. Perfect. Where is the arrow pointing? It's follow pointing the arrow, and it's to where I says even though, and that's going to be all right. Uh, so uh, Cupid takes, or Cupid goes to Zeus, and asks, uh, uh, and asks him to help. Right. So then Zeus says, even though you have done me great harm in the past. Seriously injured my good name and my dignity by making me change myself into a bull and a swan and so on. What the fuck are those stories? Those stories do exist. We're not going to talk about them today. I want to know about those stories. Not today. That's uh, just think of that as a tease. That's our that's our tease. I think Cupid made him turn into animals and fuck other animals. Um, I don't know about fucking other animals, but he did make him turn into animals. God damn that's weird. However, I cannot refuse you. She's so beautiful, your new bride. Um, then he called a full assembly of the gods and announced to all, including Venus, that Cupid and Psyche were formally married and that he proposed to bestow immortality upon the bride. Mazel tov! She gets to live there! Mercury brought Psyche into the palace of the gods and Jupiter himself, Zeus himself, gave her the ambrosia to taste, which made her immortal. Ooh, ambrosia salad. Uh-huh. This, of course completely changed the situation. Venus could not object to a goddess for her daughter-in-law. The alliance had become eminently suitable. (laughs) No doubt she reflected also that Psyche, living up in heaven with a husband and children to care for, could not be much on the earth to turn men's heads. Yeah, she's stuck in the house now. So all came to a most happy end. Love and the soul, for that is what Psyche means, had sought and after sore trials found each other, and that union could never be broken. Oh, the end! The end! What the, a uh, a rarity, I think, in that it ends pretty much without tragedy. Yeah, and also uh, a human transubstantiated into a god. Yeah. Like, they just did that. They didn't make her into a god. They just were like, oh, you're never going to die. So it's like, basically they Granted the same. her immortality, which is more or less goddamn. Wow. Yeah. Good job, Psyche. Yeah. So would you like to do Lessons, Part 1? I guess we have to, because I wanted to hit this while it's fresh in my mind. Great. Let's go to Lessons. Lessons. I learned. Part 1. <laughs> I learned <laughs> that, uh, uh, listen I hate to say it but like hot people like if you're attractive like doors just open for you look yeah right and like don't hate me because I'm beautiful like that's a lesson I also learned um you should just like trust if someone like gets you a big house you should just trust they're not a monster like you should just (laughs) like be okay with that um and like uh I don't know what else lessons um like, the dangers of curiosity was a big one in this for me, I think. Okay. Because it's like, the sisters convince her, like, you need to see what he looks like. And then she, even with the box, is like, I have to know what's in there. Yeah. You know? Uh, trust animal friends. I learned that. <laughs> like, a lesson you can learn <laughs> is like... The ants and the reeds yeah, and Yeah, they're, the... <laughs> they're just going to help you. Just, like, go along with it. Yeah. Um, your sisters will never have your best interests at heart. Listen, I have sisters, and they have my back, but I don't know if they always have my back, so I feel that. I get that. That's a good lesson. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, the final lesson is, like, uh... Now, if you want to think of it this way, like, this is, like, kind of the OG uh, evil stepmother. A little bit, yeah. Well, not step. Well, she's mother-in-law. Venus... Oh, well, yeah, that's right. that's right. Right, she's not, like, your daughter. A, I mean, right. she, she, she a bra- brings her to her household, I guess. No, you're right. It's mother-in-law, not a stepmother. That's okay. It can be stepmother-in-law. That'll work. <laughs> Sure. And then I also learned that uh, Eagles Always Got Your Back. Thanks, Eagles. Yeah. Go Eagles. <laughs> the band The Eagles will yeah. always have your back. Or the Philadelphia ones. Great. Well then, let's move on to the second story. Story number two. Medium story. Medium story. It's actually fairly short. It's, uh, these second two will be uh, fairly shorter than the, that last one. Okay. Here we go. Uh, this one is called Orpheus and Eurydice. Okay. Okay. You're a DC. You're a DC. You're you're a DC DC is spelled fun. You're a DC. You're a DC is... uh, No, David. You're (laughs) a DC. Damn it. E-U-R-Y-D-I-C-E. I I would have never... I would have never been able to say that. (laughs) I didn't look it up. Okay. You just knew it was DC? Let's say I just knew it, but let's also say I could be wrong. Okay, okay. Go ahead and at At him. At him. right. So, um... There were, like a couple of gods who like had a lot to do with music, right? Apollo is one of them. Like, right. The, the, the Lear or lyre is his... Yeah, a ton issue, of people but... had lutes. Right. Um, and so, but besides them being like obviously supernaturally good at music, there was one... Greatest human musician. Oh, and his name was Orpheus. Jimi Hendrix. No, oh, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. His name was Jimi Hendrix, but everyone called him Orpheus. Okay, okay. He was left-handed. You uh, see. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh So he's the greatest human musician. It's said that as he played, also he played the the lyre. Yeah, right? of course he did. Um, as he played, even the rocks and trees moved to his music. So what you're saying is that his music was so good rocks would roll. Yes. Okay. Exactly. He played rock and roll. He would he would walk around and he would stop quarrels in the street with playing music. People would be like, fuck you, we're in a fight! he would <laughs> be like, oh shit, that music! No. Bah, bah, bah. Yeah. You throw your arms up! Yeah. Uh, I wonder if he played Beyonce music or if he played more like Avril Lavigne music. <laughs> Literally no one who heard him play was unaffected. Wow, Get, got it. He was the son of a human prince. And uh, I'm learning that the gods single out excellency yeah. where their gaze goes. Yeah. Like, if you're excellent enough, the gods are going to pay attention to if you. If you're the best, they'll pay attention to you and often be jealous. Yeah, well, yeah. I'd be jealous too. So, he was the son of a human prince and one of the muses. Oh, okay. Which is why he's so musically so gifted. So sort of also supernatural already. Yes, but he's not like a god. Right. the muses even themselves are not gods, you know. Yeah, they're just like people. Lesser things, yeah. Um, so he could have obviously any woman musicians get chicks anyway they just see him up on stage and they're like but like he could literally make trees and rocks move because he was so good at music like he could make you swoon so hard for him he could get inside any Orpheus (laughs) very nice (laughs) Um, so he could have any woman he chose and he chose Eurydice who's Eurydice a woman who he loved intensely okay cool yep um, however, directly after their marriage... okay, they, so he, they got married? They got cool, married. they did it. And then immediately, she went for a walk with some of her maidens in the garden, and she was bitten by a viper and died. Oh, no! Yeah. So... Orpheus traveled to the underworld to get her soul back. He's like, fuck this noise. Yeah! Right? (laughs) Yeah, I'm the best at playing music. Anything that attacks me, I'm gonna play music and they'll stop. And so he went down there and everyone's like, who the fuck are you? What are you doing? And he starts playing his music. He was a skater, boy! (laughs) They said see you later, boy! And And they all started jumping. He played in hell, or in Hades, so well that the Furies and Hades himself were brought to tears. They started crying! The music was so good! He made the god of death yeah, and all the like, 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 uh, hell, like, spirits were like, hey, just let him the do the same The tormentors thing. in Hades. They stopped tormenting! Were filled with so much emotion that they were brought to tears by Ooh, his music. I wonder if he sang like, uh, uh like, Ave Maria. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they love that song. Or Pavarotti's <laughs> music. <laughs> um, so, what they tell him is, okay, you can take her back with you. We'll do, we'll do you this favor, you can take her back with you. But! But! As you lead her out, she must be behind you, following you, and you cannot turn around and look at her to make sure she's still there. Or you'll turn into a pillar of salt. or sh- No, you just can't do it. Okay. They're uh, going to gonna do be- mean things to her. She's not going to even be there. So he's leading her all the way up through all these, like, winding paths and up these rivers and everything, and the whole time he really wants to look back just to check and make sure she's there. Okay. Right? But he doesn't. He holds on till the very end. He gets to the doorway, like the doorway to the not the underworld, and he steps through into the sunlight and he's like, Fuck yeah, we did it! And he turns around. Oh no! And she still hasn't crossed the threshold yet. Oh no. So he sees her for just a second and he tries to grab at her, but then she disappears back down into the underworld. Oh no! And all he hears is her voice saying, Farewell. Oh no, like when Sirius Black stepped behind that curtain! He then was not allowed back in a second time. Yeah, you you, you fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, not gonna fool me again. He was so upset that he swore off rejoining mankind, living alone in the wilderness until one day... It's it's about to get fucked up. He was torn apart by the Maynids. You remember those drunken ladies that run shrieking through the woods? Yeah! They found him. They found (laughs) (laughs) him! They found him! They tore him apart. They threw his head into a river, which was carried downstream and landed on this island, uh, found by, I want to say, the nymphs of that island. Mm. might have been the Muses, but I think it was the nymphs of that island. It was found there and like buried on that island. His limbs were left at the foot of Mount Olympus, where it is said to this day, the birds sing more sweetly. Oh! The end. Wow, what a nice story that <laughs> is! It? is? I, don't know. I, I think it is a nice story. All right, here we go. Lessons, lessons, lessons. Part, part two. Okay, what do I learn this time? Uh, if if you're good at music, panties gonna drop. Mm-hmm. That's just like it's been true since That's ancient times. It's just of time. still true. Yeah. Um. Uh. The I learned that like. Music is the universal language. (laughs) Like, even dead, like, shrieking elementals, when they still hear, like, good music, it, like, brings them to tears. and rocks and trees. They will just roll along with it, like, right? (laughs) They're all just good with that. Um, uh, I learned that you should double, like, triple, just keep going. Like, just take don't a, turn around just take an extra step like just do a couple more like wait for, measure <laughs> twice cut once yeah wait for the <laughs> other person to be like okay it's good now right like <laughs> just don't assume why, things that's why like in the military when you see people like if you ever watch like a war movie or something and they're all like stacked up behind a wall and then they have to like go around the wall they go from the back person forward and they tap each other on the shoulder when they're gonna go in front of them so that they don't get spooked and then shoot their friends oh I thought that was like a silly like someone's behind you Who <laughs> is to me and then if they come up behind you like you're stacking up at a wall they come behind you they tap you on the shoulder and be like i'm here now don't freak out Ooh, i wonder if that's is that also like in restaurants where they're like on your right or like yeah, yeah exactly and it's also like you know like you don't step back right now or you're gonna knock over a line of dudes and that's bad on the battlefield right uh i learned don't hide in the woods the, sh- the shrieks will find the main you. Will get. well he turned into a hermit basically Right, but I don't, just because you're a hermit doesn't mean you want to be ripped apart and your head thrown in a maybe, fucking But river. maybe he wanted to. Then he gets to go to the underworld, right? I guess. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Maybe they were reunited. Maybe. It doesn't say. And they did not. Um. <laughs> and then I, I think I also learned... That's it. Great. <laughs> I, wonder... I think that's all I learned. I wonder Is there we... any other takeaways? <laughs> no, it was a fairly short story. That was good. Okay. So that one wasn't like about the god of love himself, but like was a love story. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, Yeah, Love was still in the air. Great. Uh, This one is much shorter and, uh, well, let's see how you like it. It's a short story. Yeah. What's it called? It's called Pygmalion and Galatea. Oh, the pig lady. And the, and the what's the other guy's name? Pygmalion and Galatea. Yeah, Galatea. The church killed him for having science thoughts. Great. Alright. So, once upon Roman times. A time. Uh, there was a great sculptor who hated women? Oh, he didn't. He would only do penises statues. His name was Pygmalion. Yeah. Oh, it was a dude! Yeah. I thought that Pygmalion was a lady, yeah. like Christina Ricci in that movie. Yeah. But he hated women. He thought they were awful. He swore he'd never marry. I hate them. They're gushy. They have those weird thingies on their chest and those thingies on their rumps. Nevertheless, his sculptures were all of women. What? <laughs> isn't that what always the, fuck? the fucking way? Isn't, isn't that it just, the isn't okay. just the way fucking goes? He put all of his effort and genius into I s- hate these women and then he make him real And Into fussy. sculpting the likeness of women. Um, he starts working on the statue of this woman and he just kinda like pours everything he has into it. Day after day, he's chipping away at he it. He pours in some wine. He pours in some candles. He's he pours in <laughs> some bread. He's making it more and more perfect. He's always working on it more and more and more until it was more beautiful than any actual woman. Oiling and lotioning. Lotioning and oiling. It was so beautiful that, it, and so lifelike that people who looked at it would swear it was an actual woman, not a stone. So people would be like, Excuse me, ma'am, do you know... Wait a second! Hold on. This isn't a woman! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ooh, a real mannequin situation going on. So it was on. so good, and he poured so much of himself into it that he actually fell in love with it. Oh, no! Mm-hmm. But it doesn't move! And that was miserable for him. Yeah. Because it was not alive. It could not love him back. He would go to the theater, and he'd have to, like, drag a big He statue. literally would. He, would. he would kiss it. He would talk to it. It was cold to his touch. Yeah. He dressed it. He tucked it into bed. Yeah. He, like, took it with him. And then eventually he gave up. Yeah. He was like, what am I doing? Can't make love to a stone, David. What am I doing? I'm trying. It hurts. Right? Venus was intrigued by this. This man rubbing up his genitalia against a statue? She's like, hmm, I've seen all kinds of love before. Let's see what happens when something weird goes on here. I've seen a love triangle, and I've seen a peanut stand. <laughs> so Pygmalion was praying at her festival because he lived in her, like, city. Okay. Right? That's why he was um, on so her radar. Ses- so her festival is happening. He's, like, praying at it. And he prays, like, you know what? I never thought I'd say this, but I would love to pray for a woman like my statue. Right. Obviously, right. not my statue. That I've never done this that. before, but I have really th- think I found something. If I could find something like this, this would be heavenly. Yeah. Uh, she... Uh, the god or the statue? Venus, the god, decided, I'm going to do you one better. He went home... Kissed the statue and holy shit! Goodbye statue. This means nothing. It's a lie. Da 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 It's a treasure, David. Uh, he named her Galatea. They were married. Galatea, 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 Galatea. They were married and had a son. Of course he married. You married that shit right away. The end. That's it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I had some parts in here that I had marked out um, that I didn't put in my notes. Uh, Either get to them, so I'm going right to lessons, David. Well, oh, you know what? These were about Orpheus, so it doesn't matter. Okay, great. Lessons! Ta-da! Uh, uh, what did I... Okay, what did I learn? Uh, David, prayer works. <laughs> prayer is real. You should pray all day. You should just pray until the cows come home. Um, in a dumb, weird way, this story rewarded... Uh, some terrible misogyny. <laughs> uh, well, a little bit. Did it? Kinda. I guess. He literally made his point being like, women are awful, I hate them. Yeah, oh, okay, I guess that part. And then what he they- made of statue more beautiful than any actual woman. Except that one woman from the first story. Sure. Right. And then was rewarded by having it come to life and getting to marry it. Uh... Okay, I I, I understand he, all that. Like, you could also say like maybe he learned his lesson. Maybe in that like he learned to love no, women. No, but he, I don't like that. No, as I don't an like that lesson That's no good. Um, I one of the lessons, and I think this might be like the t- like maybe like a, a larger lesson is pour yourself into your work. Like, strive okay. for perfection. Right, like. I don't know. I think you might be right that this might be in a creepy way. He's like, fuck women. She'll never be <laughs> yeah. like, she'll never look like this yeah. woman, yeah, His yeah. perfect yeah. supple breast as I'm molding. But like, he like did something. He was rewarded for his effort. He yeah. like did such a good job. Everyone was like, oh man, that's really good. Yeah. Uh, again, be the best. I learned that if you're the best at something, you're going to like pop up on someone's radar. <laughs> um, and I also learned that like, hey, don't judge love however it happened it happened and as long as it's alive it's fine yeah <laughs> i guess yeah, that's it <laughs> So those are the stories of love that I have. Now, there were a bunch of other ones. Where people um, fall in love with other objects? Yeah, there's, like, other, like, people falling in love and whatever. Like, there was one I almost did, which was um, Pyramus and Thisbe. Yeah! Which is referenced in... Where they kiss through the hole in the wall! Yeah, exactly. And that's referenced in, uh, what is it, uh, Midsummer Night's Dream, right? My actor friend, Kian, when he auditioned for that, he fucking did that scene. He did both parts. Yeah. Like, fucking did it all. And it was super funny. And I was like, how do you know all this? Because he's, like, a fucking actor kid. Yeah, yeah.
1: Thanks, yeah. Kean. Yeah,
0: yeah, so I thought about that one, but that one's not very exciting. It's literally like, oh, these two people, their families hate each other, there's a hole in the wall that separates them, they fell in love through it at the end. Like. Okay, great, yeah. Like, <laughs> it's a glory hole story. Yeah. Okay, I don't need to hear that story. <laughs> yeah, so there's that. There you go. Yeah. Love works, uh, I think that- Love the... works sometimes. Orpheus does... I was gonna say love works in mysterious ways. Oh, I was gonna say, yeah. That's it's... true for all three of them. Yeah. Yeah. And that you'll do anything for love. A lot of people will. Yeah, and that love is blind. Sure. It can, can look, it's blind because it has no fucking Don't, working i Don't look at yet. it. Don't look at, Don't look it. at Don't it. it. Don't fucking look at Don't it. Don't look at it. Ooh, love is creepy sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Don't look at me! Have you seen Blue Velvet? Uh, no. David! Okay, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us for another episode of Storytime. David's going to watch Blue Velvet tonight, and then I'm going to get you to watch Willow, but that's like for another day. Okay. That's another day. Right on. I'm excited for these Greek myths. I'm i excited They're fun. I'm excited to get to like uh, other themes like we're gonna, we're gonna get to like adventures next. Great. It's gonna be fuck, fun. fuck, yeah. yeah. Let's go story time. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys next time. Okay, bye! Okay, bye. That's our show. Thanks for coming around. Don't be sad, no need to frown. We'll have more stories, don't throw a fit. Goodbye, one and all, and we'll see you in a bit. Wingman not in a wingman to Apollo like to go to bars, but he is a man with wigs.